What's going on, world? What's going on with y'all? Welcome back to I Thought I Told You. It's your host, CJ. We back again. It's been a long time coming. We back with our Mental Health Monday segment. I really missed y'all, like for real, for real. And I truly hope y'all's 2019 has been good to you so far. And I don't even know where to begin. It's like, whew. It's really been a minute since I created a new episode. Like, I'll probably say like maybe a month. And somewhere in between my one month absence from y'all, it's like I've still been racking my brain, trying to maintain consistency with, you know, with the weekly segments, especially with Mental Health Mondays. And then within my absence, you know, I've been focused on, you know, trying to take my license exam, social work license exam for D.C., you know, I just recently had surgery, took some time to recover, and, you know, in addition to some family issues. So, you know, I needed that time away, but I definitely missed y'all, and I definitely missed, you know, doing our weekly Mental Health Monday segment. So even with the midst of, you know, my absence, you know, I was still coming up with some ideas and, you know, what I wanted to, what I wanted to discuss, you know, a lot of stuff was still kind of flowing through. You know, I had some ideas and, you know, all the things I wanted to accomplish and some of these projects. And, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to, you know, go through everything and page full of goals and just, you know, thought I was just going to accomplish all of it. And just like that, boom, crash, burn, and then the overwhelming feeling, anxiety, and everything just kind of just kind of came at me at once. And I went from having so much to do to just not wanting to do nothing at all. And, you know, with that, that alone right there became my muse for today's Mental Health Monday segment, the age of anxiety and overwhelm. So I want to get into about how anxiety and the feeling of being overwhelmed can take a toll on us. And, you know, what could be some of the reasons why we may be feeling so overwhelmed? And how to tell if you're just dealing with stress or maybe just dealing with anxiety. And then, you know, just get into some, just a few tips and to kind of help alleviate that feeling of just being overwhelmed. Because, um, <laughs> hey, Lord knows I need it. So I want to get into it. Like, I know I can't be the only one, and I'm pretty sure y'all have definitely felt that feeling like, we ever just have so much to do and just so much to get done and there's so much you want to accomplish, but you just don't have enough time to to just go all at it and do everything. And you do it to the point where you just don't do anything at all. It's like you have so much to do, you end up not doing anything. Or you just practically just run yourself into the ground or you run yourself into some high blood pressure. I mean, hopefully, y'all not dealing with you know, you're not running yourself into some high blood pressure. But, you know, point being, it's kind of this whole, you know, idea where we got to do a lot, we got to do a lot. And the thought that if you're not doing anything, you're not moving, you're not bombarded with busy work or whatever it is you're supposed to be doing, then you're quote unquote behind. And it's not even always busy work. I mean, many of us, we got family issues going on that require, that demand so much of us physically, emotionally, mentally than what, more than what you can bear. 
And many of us, you know, have demanding careers, jobs that require, you know, a level of commitment that's so demanding that we kind of lose ourselves in the midst of work, job, career. And then you fall into this anxiety, this overwhelm, and then this stress. Now, I'm going to get into anxiety a little bit. When I, when I talk about anxiety, by definition, and according to the DSM-5, it's technically classified as a disorder, and it's called general anxiety disorder. And basically, it means that it's excessive worrying, excessive worrying and anxiety. It could be about, you know, a variety of, of things, you know, events, activities, people, situations, you know. But the thing is with being diagnosed with general anxiety disorder, it has to occur. It has to occur at least six months sometimes even longer, for in order for it to be considered a disorder. And it's one of the more common mental health disorders out there as well. Now, okay, some people are like, well, you know, isn't that stress? Isn't that just the same as stress? You know, maybe you're just stressed, and who wants to be diagnosed with, you know, anxiety? And, you know, anxiety and stress in some ways are similar. You know, they share a lot of physical Similar physical symptoms, and they can kind of go hand in hand, you know, because, you know, if you can't sleep, you're constantly exhausted, you're forever worried about something, you can't focus on anything, you're irritated, then you have the headaches, muscle tension, heart rate speeding up, or, you know, your heart rate could just be slowed down. So then, yeah, okay, those are, they share some of the same similarities. However, however, comma, anxiety, what, what sets them apart is anxiety is triggered by stress. And anxiety is where it really begins to affect, you know, it really begins to impair, you know, a lot of facets of our life, like our social life, our work life or any other areas of functioning. And when it comes to feeling overwhelmed, you know, I want to get more into being overwhelmed, that feeling overwhelmed. Well, I mean, anxiety is overwhelming. And it it uses all of your physical and mental energy. And honestly, it's the most common type of anxiety. Overwhelm is the most common type of anxiety. And when you begin to feel so overwhelmed mentally, that anxiety makes it even harder to focus on anything other than your anxiety. So now you're more focused on the anxiety, and the more anxiety you seem to feel. And some of the reasons, some of the reasons why we may feel so overwhelmed, it came down to several things, what I found. So the first one, you know, we set a lot of unrealistic expectations for ourselves. We got way too much going on. We doing the most. We start off small, then we, you know, bit by bit, we begin to take on more and more. You know, we begin to take on more than what we can mentally handle. You know, y'all. I don't know if y'all heard of this saying. There's this saying that when you're getting, you know, you get ready to eat, you get ready to eat a meal, and you know you're, and you know, knowing when you you've eaten more than what we should be eating. It, you know, the saying that our eyes are bigger than our stomachs. You know, you see something, oh, that looks good. You know, knowing 
you don't need to be eating anymore, knowing that you're too full, but you know your eyes became bigger than your stomach, so you eat it anyway. You kind of taking on that extra food for no reason. Well, it's kind of the same thing. We set these ideal expectations when in reality, all we needed was to handle just one thing at a time, bit by bit. Now, I am definitely guilty of this, but it, it can be difficult, especially when it comes to our loved one. And when we're dealing with, you know, the folks we love, you know, it's kind of, it can be hard to say no. A lot of people, you know, we have that hard time saying no, especially when you're having to tell someone you can't do something when ideally you don't want to let them down and you want to, you know, you want to be there, but in actuality and realistically, you drain, you're exhausted, and you just straight up mentally tapped out. So, you know, when we set these unrealistic, unrealistic expectations for ourselves, there you go. Secondly, we're always bombarded with noise, phones, notifications. We got our phones with us 24-7. It's attached to our hands. It might as well be glued to us. We could just never seem to just unwind and clear our minds when we're always being updated by our phones. Notification, we got to check this. You know, everyone's guilty of this. I mean, we're all guilty of this. Everything has to have our attention, ASAP. Everyone constantly has their phones on them. But honestly, like, does everything deserve an immediate reply? If it's not, if it's a non-emergency, what if we just... You know, took our phones in another room or turned them off for even just 10 minutes, out of sight, out of mind. I told myself I was going to do this a lot more and just not being, you know, attached to my phone. And it works. It helps. It works wonders. Third, I want to get into how no healthy boundaries for ourselves. We don't set any type of healthy boundaries. No boundaries leads into people-pleasing territory. We want to make everybody happy all the time. We don't want to deal with no tension, no drama. We want to avoid confrontation, so we say yes to everything and everyone. Because Lord help if we get, you know, the risk of being disliked. If we were to dare to say no or set any type of boundaries for ourselves. But when you say yes to everyone and everything, you forget about you. You're the most important person in in this equation. You truly got to look out for you, you know, without having to think about anyone else. And when you have, you know, when you, when you have those healthy boundaries set, you get to the point where you're like, you know what? You can be honest with yourself. You know what? You know, I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to say yes to this project. I'm not going to say yes to this person. And you're going to be more honest with yourself. You come first, period, point blank. I mean, we can't overcommit. It's easier said than done. Yes, I get it. And we feel so overwhelmed when we we put so many things on our plate and when we overcommit. Number four, no self-care or just lack thereof. Now, I remember in our you know previous episode, we got into self-care. So with this, you know, lacking of self-care or just none at all. So when you overcommit, plus you taking on anything and everything and everyone, that's going to lead you to straight burnout big time. And burnout's going to lead to more stress, more anxiety, and just feeling overwhelmed. 
But ask yourself this, though. When will you begin to see yourself as a priority? Why are you you not taking care of you? How long will you continue to self-sacrifice for everyone else but you? And we talked about the importance of self-care in our earlier episodes, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritual self-care. Number five, perfectionism. Perfection. (laughs) Perfection, perfection is what we're chasing. When we chase perfection, we'll never feel good enough. We will never feel good enough. Or whatever we do will never be good enough. Now, I joke about perfectionism because I've been all too familiar with wanting things to be perfect. I'm very much familiar with the thought of, you know, this idea of of a level of perfectionism. And it's this idealized way of thinking anything short of whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish is considered a failure. But once I began to kind of let go of this idea of needing to have it all together, then that's when I'm able to accomplish a lot more. Nobody's perfect, simply put. Nobody has it all together. Some may show, some may show the appearance, but let's keep it a buck. No single soul here has it all together, and that's just what it is. So I want to get into some of the ways to kind of help alleviate the anxiety and overwhelm. When I talk about anxiety, I'm coming from the clinical standpoint of it being a disorder as a diagnosis. And as with anxiety, with it being an actual disorder clinically, the two main treatments are, you know, taking medications and therapy, talk therapy to be exact. And, you know, y'all know I talked about CBT to death, but yes, good old CBT, cognitive behavior therapy, is very effective, uh, especially when dealing with anxiety. It kind of, it basically helps us target our triggers with anxiety, plus it's short term, so you don't have to worry about you know any long term type therapy. So in addition to medications and and, and therapy, um, if you're wanting to go that route now with medication, that's something that you would want to leave up to, you know you want to consult with your doctor, consult with your physician in regards to medication, and you just kind of want to see what works best for you. Now antidepressants. Antidepressants are normally used, are very common for anxiety. But outside of medication and therapy, there's several changes that you can kind of do on yourself while you're at home. Some lifestyle changes may, you know, exercise, journaling, getting some rest, eating healthier. And when I say eating healthier and whatever that may look like for you, eating healthier may be, okay, I'm going to stop eating out every day this week, and I'm going to start cooking meals at home. So whatever that may look like for you, eating healthy could be, I'm going to start eating some fruit instead of eating this Snickers bar. So whatever that may look like for you. But some of the ways I want to kind of point out to help with feeling overwhelmed mentally, number one, journaling, journal, journal, journal. It's like our thoughts can become too much. But writing it out is kind of, it's, it's, been, it's been shown to have a very powerful effect. It's kind of see your words permanently on paper. I know for me, it kind of relaxes my mind. 
Whenever I begin to feel overwhelmed, I put my thoughts on paper and it just flows and it just kind of relaxes my mind. Number two, incorporating more, quote unquote, good stress in our lives. And what I mean by good stress, I mean the activities in our lives that make us happy, excited, feel good, things we actually want to do. It could be a hobby or a newfound passion for something. And even with that, you know, we incorporate more good stress. You want to ask yourself, okay, is this a want to or a have to? Because those are two completely different, you know. Want to is like, yes, I look forward to doing this. I want to do this. There's no, there's no hesitation about it. You know, you look forward to doing it. You know, it makes you happy. This is what you want to do. Now you got the have tos, which can kind of start to feel like a, like an obligation at some point. But make sure all of your good stresses are want tos, because then again, like I said, when it bleeds over to the have tos, you're not gonna want to do it, and it's gonna feel like an obligation, and that could possibly lead into negative stress. Number three. Unplug, disconnect from our phones, social media. Just got to take a break at some time, some point. When's the last time you walked around the block or went outside? Or, you know, just observed Mother Nature or read a book or took yourself somewhere nice or on a vacation? Or just treat yourself, getting a massage or just whatever it is that you love to do. Sometimes you got to live life in real time and not online. Or just, you know, read a book. <laughs> Number four, setting those boundaries. Not going to get too much into that, but just basically setting those boundaries and what, whatever those boundaries look like for you. Everyone is different when it comes to setting those boundaries. Maybe it's saying no to, you know, this family member or friend or loved one that you're constantly saying yes to, knowing deep down you know, you you just can't do it. And that's a step. Or just starting to being honest more with ourselves. Like, you know, I really don't want to do this, or I really do like to do this, or, you know, I don't have the time to do this or contribute to this person. Just kind of set those boundaries. Sometimes, no, it's just that, no. And we can't keep overcommitting ourselves and putting everything on our plate. So... And like always, if you are if you are experiencing any thoughts of suicide, please, please, please do not hesitate to reach out to somebody or call the suicide hotline. The number is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. They're available twenty four seven and it's confidential. And if you're a veteran and you want to reach out to someone, please don't hesitate to call the Veterans Crisis Line. You know they work wonders. The same number, 1-800-273-8255, and press 1. With that, I wish y'all nothing but love, light, and peace.